0: You're listening to the Refined Hippie Podcast, a podcast all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant based veganism for a mind body spirit approach to living healthfully and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome back to another episode, my lovely friends. I am so happy that you are joining me today. Before we hop in to this episode, I just want to say, if you have not already done so, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share to the podcast. Um, and if you enjoy this episode a lot, it'd be awesome if you could leave a review. These All of these things help with SEO and they help other people to discover the podcast. And I appreciate it so, so much. And also, I would like to say that I am working on a plant-based gut guide. It's going to be an ebook that will be coming out in the next few weeks. I'm really excited about this. I've been wanting to create a guide of any kind, (laughs) plant-based guide, plant-based gut guide for years now, and I'm finally doing it and I'm so excited. Uh, So be sure to sign up for my newsletter on my website, therefinedhippie.com, so you'll be notified immediately when that becomes available. And so now on to the episode. Many of you might know that I am in the middle of taking my yoga teacher training 200 hour Uh, It's something that I've wanted to do for years now and since I moved to a new city and found a new studio and they were offering a January uh, beginning in January yoga training I finally pulled the trigger and it's just been an amazing experience already and one of the many positive things that has come out from my training has been the people I've met in the class and my guest today is one of those people. It is my new friend, Kat, who is a wellness coach, fitness coach. She has a background in education, having a master's in it, with a focus and specialty being in applied behavior modification. So it's no wonder that she now is working with clients to help them overcome and change change behavioral patterns when it uh pertaining to food and fitness. So we talk a little bit in this episode, of course, about fitness naturally and yoga, of course, but it is a little bit different episode than I'm used to. And well, a different topic that I have not really explored, certainly not in depth on this podcast ever. And that is spirituality. This is a subject that I personally have been exploring more about within myself the last year and it can sometimes make people feel uncomfortable but I think that for any of us the only way to get to grow and to change is to get uncomfortable we have to get out of our comfort zones so but we're going to talk about approaching spirituality uh confronting things about yourself you know that we often spend our whole lives running away from uh the spiritual path You know how there's really not a roadmap to that, and it looks different for everyone. We also discuss spiritual discipline and how you can ground yourself in that. We get into organized religion and Catholic guilt, breaking the organized structure of these things, and your journey to faith as well as Kat's journey to faith. We also get into prophetic dreams, near-death experiences, attachments to the physical world, dreams um, in general, and it's a really, really deep conversation that I think can get the gears moving. You know, maybe, maybe some new inspiration and just maybe help you. And I and me, of course, it did um, help us see things with a different lens and a different perspective and maybe we will approach spirituality in a different way. Um, Either way, it's a very interesting and fascinating episode and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think you can tell from the episode we had had a good time chatting. So without further ado, here is my interview with the lovely Coach Kat.
1: Do your cats go on the counter? Um, No, but they go on the kitchen table. And that drives you crazy. Can no, you, I mean, I'm over you've it. Just, doesn't, it doesn't... There was a time It a doesn't place. phase me.
0: No, actually, it didn't bother me, but it bothered my husband Derek when we first started dating because I had a different cat named Cricket who passed away Aww. at a very young age. I know. Cricket, Cricket. RIP. He was my baby boy. And Derek had never been around cats, really. So he was like, why is this cat on the kitchen table? Like...
1: Yeah, and probably gave the cat the eyeball, too. Yeah. The ev- evil one, and you're just like, just embrace it. I know. It's cricket.
0: I know. He was cricket, such a, cricket. He was such a sweetheart. And, I know. Losing animals is so hard. His was really abrupt, so he had advanced heart disease, like an enlarged heart, and we didn't
1: find out until, like, basically, it was, he was, like, gone in the day. Like, oh, yeah, that's, that's even hard because when it's loss unexpected, you're kind of like, mm-hmm.
0: well, there's no time to like build up, you know, emotionally, like to process prepare. it. There was no, there was none of that. It was just thrown and he just, yeah.
1: Yeah. Prepare. I, I can't help but think of like Pastor Mike at Port City Church because he does so he does a lot of his sermons based around like very specific topics, mm. and there was one that really just talked about how we prepare, mm. just generally speaking, and in our faith. Yeah, and and a lot of it touched upon that, like the concept of when we lose people, mm. because in life we, that's what we do. We like to control things. I know. That's because we're there's so much beyond our our reins of of you know, being able to control. That's why we do the thing, keep our house extra clean and, you know. <sighs> yes. And
0: I'm an OCD about it. Yeah. A little bit. About certain certain areas, like my husband will joke about that, that I, the bed has to be made a certain way. And, like, if everything is not, like, it's really crazy. It's totally OCD. And But other things I'm not so OCD about, but certain things. Like the bed.
1: Well, it's kind of like what why. we were talking about earlier today with having a morning routine. hmm And how it just kind of sets you into the day. Yeah. And and for me, when I don't have a morning routine, it makes me feel completely left of center. hmm And I can do it for a couple of days on end because it's kind of – sometimes it's almost like a, – a it's almost like a vacation from your own routine. Yeah. But then you come back into it and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Like kind of just – even kills things. I know.
0: But trying to like set that routine so that it's becomes, you know, habit. Rather, like you don't have to think about it as much. That's sometimes
1: hard. Discipline. I know. I think that's the biggest thing. That, that, that D word. Discipline. Discipline. <laughs> I feel like when I talk about discipline, like whenever, whenever it comes up in conversations, you know, the immediate thing that I always think of is my my path with fitness specifically mm,
0: well you have got
1: to be disciplined for that because yeah
0: and you're ripped honestly like after we left yoga yesterday derek was like he was like dude her arms and i was like i know i know <laughs> he was like i was gonna say something but i thought that might be
1: weird and i was like be weird. <laughs> i was like i don't care i would have taken no offense to it but that's actually really cute <laughs> it was really cute I, um, it's funny that you bring that up because like, you know, I was in the gym today, definitely questioned whether or not I even wanted to do that work <laughs> to be quite frank, but I'm in the gym and I like I, the, the space that I work out just to draw a visual is like you, I like to. I, when I do there's specific workouts that I could, I don't need a mirror for it. And then there's ones that I'm like, okay, form wise injury, prevention of injury, mm, like mm-hmm. It's type A in my brain yeah. needs yeah. that and so I'm sitting there in front of the mirror and this morning today's workout specifically was hit so I had a series of exercises kind of just I didn't have it written down the way that I do my workouts is very holistic to where am mm-hmm. I in that moment what does my body need like what muscles feel like they haven't been tended to mm. and so I'm I'm kind of cataloging that in my brain I'm l- looking in the mirror as I'm doing. The movements and getting into that rhythm, and then somebody like insert, they're just like they pop in and he goes, "Hey, you gonna give me a good workout someday?" Oh, gosh. And I like I have to take my headphones out because here oh, I am like God. already in the middle of a high intensity workout. Yeah, and I'm like, crack, crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like yeah. take take out the headphone, try to understand what he's saying, try to keep your heart rate up. Oh
0: my gosh,
1: <laughs> kind of like gets you out of that moment. But, you yeah. know, I go back to – I know the only reason why that person walked in was because I I don't like to wear a shirt when I work out. Mm. It's a pet peeve. Mm. Sweating in a shirt it's gross. grosses me it's out. It's disgusting. And it sticks to your body. And it's yeah. yeah. I just – I can't yeah. do it. And I – so, like, going back to the whole comment, like, I, I know that when I'm – because in our gym, there's mm. – and people walk by and they yeah. can see, it and that's the only reason why that person walked back mm-hmm. and they're like, "Wow, I did not realize how ripped she actually was." It was like he knew I was in health and well, fitness, but yeah, he, but he walked by and right. suddenly was compelled. He's like, "Okay, wow, she's she she serious. Knows she's what a real she's deal. Yeah, she's a real she's deal." <laughs> so, but it was. <clears throat> I look. I love. I have a lot of appreciation for when people do say that because, because, because. because. <laughs> Because <laughs> the <laughs> wonderful visorables. Sorry. Okay. Because I look back at my journey, mm-hmm. and I've always been in health and fitness. Like, mm. fitness has really been the one thing in my life that has kept my sanity. Mm. And I didn't understand that there. In a lot of ways, like I definitely know that there's a superficial side of that to most people, um, because there's that very like aesthetic thing that people Mm -hmm. really focus on but for me it wasn't about how I looked in the mirror Mm. it was a it's it has always been about how I felt right and I think you can relate because Mm -hmm. you've you had your own journey of like Mm -hmm. feeling like absolute crap in your own body despite trying to take care of yourself Mm -hmm. with every effort that you knew Mm -hmm. so there was a time and a place where I was drastically overweight for my size and it was a re- definitely a reflection of, like, where I was at mentally, right. but it was also reflective of the nutritional aspects mm-hmm. and my body rejecting much of the overly fr- processed foods that I was consuming and the genetically modified, you know, crap. Creating imbalances. Yeah, I mean, yeah totally. major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I experienced – there was a time where I – I was doing soy milk because this is when soy milk became all the rage before almond milk. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do milk because I did know I had lactose intolerance. Yes. Yeah, so many people do. <laughs> so you switched to, to soy milk because yeah. it's the next best thing. Lactate is horrible. Right. Oh, yeah. The and and mm-hmm. I switched to that and wind up getting the hormonal imbalance. Oh. Because of h- how much you soy. You were drinking so much. So. See, that's
0: the thing that people, like, soy is actually not a problem when consumed in regular quantities, I mean, yeah. like anything, a lot of things, if you eat a lot of it, you know, but yeah, it can cause,
1: yeah, Major. If, you're, if you're eating that much of it. Some crazy. I <laughs> know oh, Well, so, and then like, you know, I started getting a wrap ra- a on that and a lot of yeah. that stemmed from I finally saw a holistic nutritionist. So what, how old were you at this time? Um, super early 20s. I would say yeah. like just inching onto 20. Mm-hmm. Um... 2021-ish yeah the di serrano days
0: <laughs> oh, De serrano on the rocks oh my
1: gosh di
0: serrano on the rocks <laughs> i'm picturing commercials yeah oh my gosh wow i have not thought about that literally since the last time i saw one of those or the so that's last. what that was your choice of drink that yeah i like, imagine oh. how
1: <laughs> at 20 okay one okay. 21 well wow, that sounded pretty fancy because i
0: was just like give me a you know vodka tonic it was boring <laughs> i
1: feel like vodka tonic at 21 was also super fancy it was
0: fancy and it had to have a lime and a lemon and if you didn't yeah. give me that then you Garnish suck it. and i would ask for a lime and a lemon and then sometimes what there's just a freaking lime
1: i said a I lime and a lemon <laughs> very specifically i was asking for a lemon and a lime you did not get it right and Returned it's not the same it's it not. wasn't the same. It's not. It, it doesn't the feel the same. It's not the whole it's not experience. The same. It's not the same experience. Viking yeah. Well, you your sounds more fancy than mine. Okay, well I'm going to say. also took me down a dark path okay. of gaining excessive weight <laughs> <Okay>. because
0: <laughs> of all the Okay. Dang you Ditherono. Yeah, Sirono, you
1: you derailed. You ruined everything. You actually, derailed look my at way. where you are now. So yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe it maybe was part nothing. it was part of my journey. Okay. <laughs> okay. I <admit> that. <laughs> but yeah, like so the reflection, you mm-hmm. know, of the The fitness side became a yeah. big entity of my my routine, mm-hmm. my discipline, because I knew it made me feel good mentally. I knew it was making me feel good physically, even when I wasn't always having mm-hmm. the response to that. But what I started realizing was when I really dialed in on my nutrition, started getting wholly educated mm-hmm. on nutrition and really understanding that, that there is a specific way that you can nourish your body
2: mm-hmm.
1: that will be wholly reflective of the efforts that you're making, and I've always considered myself to be a, an athletic person, mm-hmm. but didn't wasn't able to like marry the two, mm-hmm. and so when I was finally able to do that, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like this is yeah, this is what I've been aspiring right. to be, and so that that is. Um, that's where I bring a lot of gratitude to, you know, mm-hmm. com- compliments like that. There, yeah. I think there was definitely a time and a place in my journey where I would, I would reject a comp- compliment like that. Mm hmm.
0: So. I'm very appreciative. Yeah. Thanks for it. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's- yeah, I think a lot of times people, you know, they just think that it's one or the other. You know, they
1: kill it at the gym and then they think that. Oh, that means you can just eat a bunch of crap. Like, yeah, you know. And I'm mm. guilty of it. I mean, I think the thing that I'm already learning from you. Thanks. Because I'm mm-hmm. appreciative. Oh. um, Is that, like, you know, I'm, I love nutrition. I think mm-hmm. that's the one thing that, like, we, we zing on the, the most sure. is our passion yeah. for that. But it looks so different mm-hmm. for different people and their different needs. And... You're right. I think that people have this false notion that they can go to the gym, Mm -hmm. and it's that work for reward mentality Mm -hmm. is what makes it dangerous.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: It's a slippery slope to get into. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to eat this Krispy Kreme donut and mom's lasagna tonight for dinner. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to go ham on it.
0: And then I'm going to go kill it at the gym. I'm going to go kill it at the gym. I burned
1: a thousand calories. I'm good to go. That's all that matters. That's it.
0: Yeah. Like, well, and then there's the opposite, too, that people eat
1: really healthy and never move their bodies. Yes. And there's so much about moving your body that it's not even the health component. It's actually it's, – it's disease prevention. Absolutely. Like, the biggest thing yeah. that I think of. Yeah. It I just got, like, goosebumps. I mean, it
0: literally, like, cleanses your blood. Like, it moves – you know, sitting down, your lymphatic system only moves when you move. Yeah. So – You're going to have all the stagnant
1: toxins in your body otherwise, you know? Movement, I think, has become music for me, Mm -hmm. if you think about it. Like, there's such, like, a really distinct rhythm to any type of movement you create for yourself. right. And I always thought, you know, let's talk about the the stereotypes. (laughs) The stereotypes, because we know I have ADD. I thought teachers teachers and society shape you to understand that like it's ba- it's a bad thing to have mm, an attention deficit. Right? Well, when you pair ADD with healthy physical activity, mm. statistically speaking and studies prove that it can improve the deficit of the attention span. Of course again, and, and so it's healing. You have to release that energy. I mean, it's like built up energy. That's why. And you know I have so yeah. much. Out <laughs> yeah. I
0: have seen that. I have noticed.
1: <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, good morning. So beautiful people. Are you watching me this morning? <laughs> <sighs> I love Mike check, are you on the other end of the Instagram? Hello. <laughs> I love that. It's inspiring. <sighs> so, yeah. And then like. There's that spiritual component
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I think a lot of people...
0: That we're going to talk about. Yeah. I've never had... I don't think I've ever had a guest on that we talked about. Spirituality? Not, No. I mean, we've talked about, you know, kind of the mind, body, spirit in general and fusing those three things. But I don't think I've ever had anybody. And I'm glad. I mean, yeah. this is why I think this is amazing. And this is why... Um, you know, this yoga teacher training is so good for me, which I think I've said is because I need more of that and I know, and I want it, yeah. you know, I'm searching for it. So
1: it's, I love that you say I want it and I'm, I've been searching for it because okay I definitely nerd out to Caleb radio and the, ba- as the background music in my home. Thank mm-hmm. you, Alexa. Um, But So I listened to that and one of the things that they had said recently was that, and you think about the fact that we are on the roaring heels of 2020 Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and the global pandemic and the fact that that, what that has done to not only a nation but a world.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And so we talk about where people are at mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And for the first time in decades, Bible sales are up really yeah well wow. in decades it's sad to think about it is. it's crazy but it's also really beautiful thing to think about because you know you and i we sit in a yoga teacher training together mm-hmm. and listening to tamal which it's like it's very enlightening and it's yeah. a, a beautiful reminder in a lot of ways that like that's what people that's what people need to understand mm-hmm. we are given this beautiful gift of life and I think so often the distractions of our physical existence really do take away from our understanding that we are never actually in control.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's all an illusion. Mm-hmm. It's all an illusion. Because if even think of the the worst thing that has happened to you in your life, mm-hmm. right, and all of the circumstances surrounding to that mo- moment. There's nothing that you could have done to avoid that mm-hmm. by all measure, regardless of what that is. You could take that in literally any context of the being, and you could talk about the things that you did or didn't do beforehand, but it, but that one major event, could that have actually prevented it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about spirituality, I think the thing that people are most uncomfortable about with approaching it is simply the fact that it, it means you have to confront things about yourself that you've probably spent a majority of your life running away from. Mm -hmm. And I had a really poignant conversation with a client about that recently. And I could tell on the other end of our discussion that she was trying to fight back tears. And for me, what what I met her in that moment was, we've we've all kind of been there because when you talk about the spiritual path and the spiritual journey of every person, it's different. There's Mm -hmm. no road map. It's not like, hey, here's the Google map. (laughs) I'm going to get there. This is how you go. You turn left here and then you turn right. (laughs) No. And I think that's what's scary for a lot of people approaching spirituality because they're like, well, how do I learn the things you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like – I can't teach you that. (laughs) I I can give you some of the things that I've read, but it's not going to get you the same. It's not going to get you the same end state because it all is dependent on how you approach it, Mm -hmm. where you are in your spiritual journey, the things that you've mastered. I think I had said it to um, another person who's taking the class with us. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you don't jump into, you know, a, a 300 level math course. Without mastering the 100 level, right? You, you're gonna flunk. You're yeah. gonna fail. You're gonna you're gonna drown. You need a foundation. You need a foundation. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think the practice of spiritual discipline comes into place. That mm-hmm. people really like overlook.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's you say, you know, it's the things that you desire in your life. It's something that you really. That's what you appreciate about the yoga teacher training mm-hmm. is because it's bringing that aspect in the forefront of your life right now mm-hmm. and saying, yes, this, it's reminding you like, Hey, I, I do need this
2: mm-hmm.
1: because the, there's so much chaos in the world. Mm-hmm. So how do you ground yourself in that? And I can't help but think about what Tamal said too in, in class specific to yoga. Like what does yoga mean? Mm-hmm. And I loved looking around the room when he asked that question too because I kind of had a feeling. So
0: what – I didn't look around the room. You're in the corner, so you can really see oh, everything. have got a so, great bird's eye view. So
1: what did you see? I saw a few people get really uncomfortable. Really? Because, one, they either didn't know the answer. Mm-hmm. And then when they – one – okay. He asked, what does yoga mean? This is the first weekend, right? Is it? Or, I think or it was like when the, he was just – Yeah, it was yeah, a, it because, yeah. I mean, this was – yeah.
0: Because he had brought it up again, but we had already known the answer, and
1: so I did Yeah. So this was the first time he said it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so yeah. he asked, what does yoga mean? Mm-hmm. And you look around the room, and you got the people who either do know what it means, and it and it rubs them the wrong way. Right. Or you have the people who are just like, it's like when you quiz somebody in class, and it's like, shoot, like, I'm gonna, I don't know if you're going to crap your pants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why? Like, I don't know. I don't know I'm question. Like... But but you look you look around and people start getting uncomfortable because they either they're anticipating because they know what the answer is going to be or they're just like I don't want to confront it. Mm. Like mm. I didn't. This is one. I, this is one I signed up for.
0: Well, and like he said, you know, well for those listening that don't know, <laughs> yeah, yoga translates to unite with God.
1: Yeah, and. Culturally speaking, yeah, and it's that- been completely disseminated right. and take it apart, right? Because it makes people uncomfortable. Makes people. We have yeah. to be. Let's be politically correct. It makes the majority uncomfortable. It makes majority. <laughs> let's be PC here. And I'm not um, trying to be rude well, when I'll I say. It. I'm <laughs> not trying to be rude, but when we talk about when we talk about God, I think the other thing that I really appreciate mm-hmm. is that He also says we might not have the same God by the roadmap, which is what your religion is, but it's all the same. It's all the same. I know, and this is where I – so
0: I actually – I have a background uh, in college. I minored in art history, and I specifically studied ancient Rome. Lovely. I I love Italy so much, Um, and I just love ancient cultures in general. Like So when I was studying art history, it was basically like studying – more about their monuments yeah. and when you learn about monuments they're usually they're built because of, you know, some religious figure or, you know, to commemorate some war or you know, all these different things. So you have to learn the background of all this all of this, right? So I've taken a lot of history classes and obviously you have to learn about all what was happening religiously in those different time periods. And it's true, once you learn about history, like and you learn about these different religions, they're
2: all the same. They're you all know? the same.
1: The, yeah. The, uh, like, and even even the scholars who would <laughs> like to debate on this, yes. who are listening or might not be listening or might get tossed this podcast yeah. <laughs> uh, just for debating purposes, so don't inbox us about it. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. <laughs> is that when you take away all of the superficial BS, mm-hmm. which is what it is, and just look at the elements of what the intention of a a formalized, organized religion is, Mm -hmm. what is the purpose?
2: Mm.
1: To unite us with God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I... Catholic guilt. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. (laughs) Catholic guilt is such a real thing. I mean, I'm a confirmed Catholic. Uh. I grew up... I grew up in New England, and it's a very real thing. Like, Uh. to the point where you feel a level of guilt when you don't go to Sunday mass or you feel a level of guilt when you're doing something that goes against what you know is written into the doctrine of your religion. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was a hard thing for me on my spiritual journey mm-hmm. because I was my, the, my background is I was raised by, Two two parents who ha- had a very liberal approach on religion, so mm-hmm. I was able to choose my faith, mm-hmm. which I think in a lot of ways That's was amazing. a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, interesting being raised by liberal parents when you tend to be moderate conservative. Yeah. <laughs> but that aside, like I really, I really did appreciate being able to choose what my faith was. I mm-hmm. wound up choosing the Catholic faith, based on my 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 experience with it which was my grandparents. My mm. grandparents were married for 60 plus years before my grandfather passed away a few years ago. Cool. It was the yeah. m- the most beautiful love story. Yeah. Like World War II veteran comes home, you know, persistent as her so persistent. My yeah. grandmother who is in in uh, Mount Pleasant, Charleston. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, she's what? yeah, she's there. She's um she's beautiful and she they like she wanted she was like you go do your thing she just she was just like she, i'm not waiting around for you you know yeah yeah. world war Two. Yeah, yeah yeah she's like i'm not doing that i don't know how long you're gonna yeah. be gone do yeah. you and you know he comes home and <laughs> okay yeah anybody if anybody wanted to challenge walt walter wojdasinski wally wojdasinski <laughs> he was always up for the challenge and they wound up getting married they had a beautifully huge family six children well and um they were in the catholic faith so when i was trying to piece together my own construct of like healthy norms right because i wasn't raised with religion or faith Mm -hmm. i was like well what is it Mm. what's what's the baseline for them and i knew it was i knew it was their faith Mm. they went to church religiously like no pun intended like they went every day (laughs) they went every day it was beautiful and they volunteered for their community so I chose the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. But then after I got confirmed, which RCIA, which is the adult, like right essentially for you to go and get confirmed mm-hmm. and you have to be sponsored into the church, is it's, I realized how structured it was and how stringent it was mm. in mm. building your relationship with God. And mm. I'm like, this is not like. can shouldn't be so, yeah. I, I should just be able to talk to them like, the big man that's it yeah (laughs) Yeah, lead me to jesus you know (laughs) and not trying to sound like a bible thumper for those of you listening because i'm the furthest thing from it but i had this internal desire like you you know of just knowing i needed to ground myself to something bigger than my own meaning Mm -hmm. and know that my purpose is coming from somewhere Mm -hmm. bigger than myself you know we're always looking to justify things right we don't need to justify ourselves when it comes to God Hmm. because the, like the eternal definition of like, God is love is -hmm. a real thing. Right. Um, so eventually I kind of was a good friend forced me out of my, my comfort zone. Also a fellow Catholic whose husband was just, she's like, he's very, you know, we're going to raise our children and they can be, in, in the faith, but I do not want to bring them to a Catholic church. I just don't... Mm. I just, just not what I want to do. Well... Which was difficult for them. Yeah. And her and I were bonded through the military. hmm And he wound up on a very long deployment. Mm. And so she was just, you know, why don't you come to our church with us? Which was well. not a Catholic church. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah, like, you can go. That's that's yeah. cool. Like, you do you.
0: You do you go. Sounds
1: cool. <laughs> yeah. With your music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not very, like, exercised of stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. But I couldn't wrap my head around how unstructured it sounded from the way she was approaching me. Hmm. So f- coming from this very rigid Catholic yeah. faith was, was kind of different for me. Mm-hmm. Eventually, she whittled me down. <laughs> and I went, and I remember um, there was a couple songs. I, I know particularly it was Oceans, hmm. but I was so moved by the way that the band had done the song and the words that I was hearing that, I like, it literally shook me.
2: Hmm. Wow.
1: Well. And... I, to the point where like visibly, visibly there was a tear coming down my face because in that moment, more than anything, like I needed, I needed God. Mm-hmm. And again, like I'll go back to it. I hate sounding like a Bible thumper, but it's all part of my spiritual journey. Yeah, right. And I remember because Heather is my friend, Um, her and she and I, we're not criers. <laughs> we are not yeah. criers. And she just looked at me and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> told you i told you to come <laughs> and so then you know we we sit and we go through um pastor mike's sermon pastor mike at port city church mm-hmm. here in wilmington and i was hooked because i could mm. hear the words that he was saying and intellectually articulate exactly what he was saying mm. That he was and he was reading from the Bible, and it was the first time I'm mm. like, whoa, I'm not reading the Bible and having to read it in a lens. I'm not having to put a rose-colored pair of glasses on. Mm-hmm. He's just literally speaking, preaching to me the word of the Lord, and it is speaking to me in this moment. And to the point where, even before that, because the music sets stage essentially for what his, his sermons are gonna be, the music. So I was for the first time in my journey of faith, not necessarily spirituality. My journey of faith, I was able to actually connect. Mm. That's different, right? Because w- religion teaches us this organized structure. Mm-hmm. essentially. and I think that's why generally generationally, I think that's why people are giving a lot of pushback.
0: Mm. And also
1: right. and also why a lot of people shy away from spirituality and spiritual structure you think because of its structure because you're either spiritual like Mm -hmm. you either have spirituality or spiritualism which are two different things and a lot of people confuse the two Mm. right so spiritualism is like really like you're not looking at the the organized and i could be mixing these up but one of them is particularly you're it's not an organized form of religion But it's an an understanding that there is a universe and an entity greater than your own being. Mm -hmm. Whereas the opposite is the formalized structure. And you need one to get the other. Mm. So that's why it often does get confused. Yeah, I don't know which one would be which. And I don't want to quote myself. I've never heard that word spiritualism,
0: I guess. Yeah, so spiritualism I think is
1: definitely more of that move. Yeah. Um, Because in my ADD brain, I definitely feel like I'm – wiring but I do know there's a distinct difference in the two and often people get so confused by them Mm -hmm. which is like so when you talk about spiritualism which is like (laughs) it's that these stereotypical hippies Mm -hmm. that people give a bad name to Mm -hmm. which drives me crazy
0: obviously (laughs) you're
1: clearly the best Uh, hippie I know I
0: think I mean kind of weird that yeah they ruin
1: everything but yeah so so we ha- we have these constructs of how we approach things and how yeah it's the fact that we we've created so many systems of structure mm-hmm. just to understand things that i think is what divides people oh yeah for sure especially from spirituality yeah um so either way going into that like i think the discipline is no different though. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to identify with God, there's definitely many people who are like, they will absolutely say like, oh, I'm spiritual, but I don't believe in God. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, I'm not judging you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's cool. You don't like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you you don't have to believe in God, but I'm going to tell you eventually you're going to meet God. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I will, I will. Because it's it's one of those things that the end is the same. Mm. You want to understand that you are a part of something greater. You are a part of something bigger. We all are, because yeah. like I, the other thing that I is sitting in my corner in yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> what a great corner! It's pretty legit. It's pretty, it's best bet. It's, it's pretty best fun. I might have been strategic about it, <laughs> but like sitting in my corner watching him as he started unpacking even more like I think it was this past week because mm-hmm. he really started diving deep in oh, it yeah. and that's when I honestly like I started doing like the gaze around yeah him, like okay so who is who in this class is thoroughly confused or dismissing him mm. entirely like you know if we're looking down at our nails yeah. yeah. or if we're rolling our eyes Oh no, there were eye rolls? I don't know that there was necessarily eye rolls. Oh, there was definitely wow. eye roll raises, but... Oh no. But you just, and there's no judgment from my end on that, but I'm just like, okay, it, like you can just do a quick assessment. So the other, the other layer of this is there is a level of spiritual intelligence. Mm-hmm. So just the same as like being able to master a certain level to enter the understanding of spirituality, mm-hmm. there's a spiritual intellect. There's a way for you to be able to to rationalize things that can't be proven by science that can't be proven by history whatever whatever people want as as their proof right right? because that's the biggest thing everybody wants proof yeah i gotta have proof what's (laughs) your can you cite your source please no no and you just why do we all need validation Mm. because it's ego yeah it's ego that's that the Mm. most beautiful thing that tamal was saying last week that i feel like i think especially everybody listening now could use is that we we are physical beings we are spiritual beings in a physical world mm-hmm. we are souls in this life in a material world yeah in a material to, use world that word too physical and material physical yeah. and material because mm-hmm. because physical material and ego are kind of like all under the same i'm trying to i'm, I'm you can see the look on my face right now I'm like <laughs> going in my brain <laughs> indexing So the way that there's ego in their soul, Mm -hmm. right? And so when we're operating from a place of soul, it's we are in, we are in our best self. We are in the best version of ourselves that no clothing, no society, no culture, whatever the validating entity is, can take away from us. It's why there's so many people when you talk about why there's so many mental health issues and and why people struggle it's a lot of people are struggling with identity right now mm-hmm. more than ever and that's because you get stuck in this place of ego
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's the physical it's a physical part of our spiritual journeys that pulls us away from that spiritual side the soul side of who we are mm-hmm. and people get so confused when we talk about soul because they're like what is the soul can you tell can you define that for me can you give me a picture like <sighs> and you're just like um okay the, the teacher in me because you know I've taught for many years mm-hmm. in public schools you know like I feel like I can see I'm picturing myself in my head like scrambling in my Barney bag to try, and, <laughs> try uh, and explain that what to, would you say that to it yeah a teenager or somebody yeah I mean it, well, I guess I could actually answer that
0: um, <laughs> Imagine I'm your student. I'm 16. Hmm. What is soul? Mrs. Cat. Yeah. Mrs. Cat. Mrs.
2: Cat. Mrs. (laughs) Cat.
1: I think I would say, what is the soul? The soul is exactly who you are when you take off all of the layers of crap. All of the layers of judgment. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's the person that, when you look in the mirror, is the person that you see. Because there's a lot of times in our life when... We look in the mirror and we feel like we don't identify with ourselves,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I feel like that's when we're definitely stuck in a major state of ego, or if we're not stuck in necessarily a state of ego, we're stuck in our physical, the physical realm of our existence. Like mm-hmm. you and I were talking about it this morning, like hormones, menstrual cycles, foods we're eating, environmental fa- factors, all these mm-hmm. different things can impact putting my cup down so I'm going <laughs> to spill it everywhere because I talk with my hands. Hi! <laughs> I think the biggest thing there is when we we get stuck in the physical part of who we are. It's really interesting. I'm don't know. i going to ask you the sincere question and it's, I feel like well, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Have you ever actually looked at yourself in the mirror and simply looked into your own eyes? Like, the way... The way that you would envision Mm. the person, uh, your husband, the way that you probably look at your own husband. Mm -hmm. Have you ever looked at yourself like that in the mirror? I think so. Okay. I am. And what do you feel like you identified with in that moment? Mm, I don't know. Because it was probably poignant for you to remember it. Right. True. So I always, it's an important question to ask because like when you talk about the relationship of a husband and wife there's definitely there's definitely earthly reasons why people choose to be married mm-hmm. but there's a lot of there's people who are in that spiritual side like it's because there's that connection that can't be explained totally at all yeah and it's like i don't know do you, i don't want to assume but it's like there was probably a time and a point when or early on in your relationship where you guys Like, where you looked at him and you were just like, there's just something that I can't put into words. It's our souls. I mean, our souls are, like, literally, like... The same. Yeah.
0: They are. I mean, and I... He and I both... You don't know. You'll find... You'll learn. But he and I both, when we started dating, we started dating because we never wanted to get married. And that was a common thing. Like, we met through a friend and our friend was like, hey, y'all should... You know, like, he was trying to set us up anyways, but he was kind of like, like y'all should get together because you both never want to get married. And I was like, cool. Like, that's actually nice, especially, like, in the South. Like, most dudes yes. are like, oh, you get married and you can be my housewife and, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Like, this whole 1950s kind of that I'm not. Dig it. yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm, I get it. I don't prescribe to that. Um, <laughs> Obviously, I don't. Yeah. No. I don't prescribe to that. Single dog again. mom. <laughs> Uh thank gosh we live in 2020, you know. Yeah. Um 2021. 2021, sorry. Thank god. I know, we're I'm still of... stuck in that year. <sighs> it still feels the same. Hindsight's sorry. 20... It doesn't
1: feel that different. It's <laughs> oh, yeah. 2020. It
0: doesn't feel that different <laughs> yet, okay? <laughs> um Yeah, and that was what what we kind of clicked on and and we're just like the same we're just like the
1: same souls, like, you know. And so the interesting side of like the things that I hashtag the things I'm comfortable with spiritually <laughs> is that so when you start diving into the deep uh roots of like you know I don't want to say there's this organized side of spirituality mm-hmm. but there is definitely you can google this um there is definitely things like um spiritual guides mm. there are people that you are intended to meet in this life right right because they are going to guide you or teach you in some realm, some domain of your life. Whether it be financially, whether it be in your love life, whether it be professionally. But they are, ju- they are inserted into your life at a very specific time to teach you those things. Right? And I, I kind of, I wish I, I wish I had a camera because I definitely got a little bit of goosebumps when I said that. Because I'm instantly thinking of certain people that like, uncanny you Mm. these are the people that you're just like there is no question why did i meet this person Mm. why is this why Why? we always want to (laughs) know we always want to answer the the, the questions give me the answers but spiritual guides and and there are your husband is a great Mm -hmm. example like he's intended to teach you i'm sure you guys have grown tremendously in the Mm, time that you guys have been together but if you had to choose one thing what do you think he's probably evolved you the most on I mean, you actually want me to answer that?
0: (laughs) If you want. I have no idea. I mean...
1: You're married, right?
0: Honestly, he allowed me to be the person that I was supposed to be. Probably.
1: Yeah. And you guys are married.
0: Yeah. I know. Because I had been hanging out with and dating people that just didn't align with me. And I was trying to fit into whatever that was. Not not even fit into it because I am. I've never... I haven't really changed who I am. Like, I'm still ultimately the Nobody same person. Nobody met you exactly. But at the same time, like, I was still trying to be in a world that I didn't really feel comfortable in. And this is why I never thought that I would get married because I was like, I can't find anybody that I like that much, <laughs> like, that I would want to spend the rest of my life with. And, I mean, I come from a divorced family, so I was like, I don't really... You know, I just don't want to deal with any of that. I don't want to do the whole, you know, get married thing, get divorced. That sounds terrible.
1: Yeah. So it's and just easier to not do it. <laughs> and you, here, you guys are married, and now we're married, and so cute together. And by I the would way. never. I mean, if it, you guys haven't yeah. taken a look, they're the cutest people ever. Oh my goodness. they're a beautiful oh. couple, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but sincerely, like he literally met you. How beautiful is that? He like met you in the moment of where your soul was in this life. And uh, you will, we should sit down and have this conversation with
0: him because he has, he has definitely been more spiritual than I ever have been. And, and he will say that, I mean, he met me and he basically knew because of other things that had happened like years, you know, months or years before of just like, him being in tune because he was really spiritual. He was meditating all the time. I told you this. Yeah, he yeah. was meditating all the time. He was time. in a very like very deep amazing part of his path yes at that Like mean, he was deep. really yeah. He was and engaged I mean, in it. He literally. literally had like a dream with me in it. Like it was totally like when he met me, he was like,
1: "She was in my dream," and I was like, "This." Well, dreams this are prophetic. Yeah. in the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because I was definitely don't quote me. I was watching a documentary last night there that was specifically talking about. The mind mm-hmm. and, and the science of the mind. And it was talking about dreams. And, of course, the science of the dreams will talk about, well, it's based on things that we live and things uh. that we see. But in the spiritual realm, that's very different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you, you can have prophetic nature in your dreams.
0: I mean, how can they explain having deja vu when it's like something super specific that you've never done before before? And you've, you dreamt it. Of course, when you dreamed it, you were like, that makes sense. That's so weird. What a weird dream. Whatever. Three years later, you think, dude, I was in this exact same, like everything about the dream, you've already done, you did it, you know, it's or happened. everything. Yeah. Everything in that moment, you dreamt it and you're like, Whoa. this feels really, wait, this did happen. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: because what is that? How can they explain that? Um, scientifically, I'll say, I will never <laughs> be. I'm it's not a B.S. here. <laughs> I'm not here for science. Okay. Yeah. Clearly. Not. <laughs> I definitely, so I, I speak from a place of just like my experience, and I think that's the thing that's unnerving for a lot of people because mm-hmm. you know, I don't know know your audience as well. Um, of, of who would listen to this, but and, and, and that's why I really like I take the time to disclaim that mm-hmm. and say, hey, like, I'm not a scientist. I understand. I do have, you know, a master of science, but that's specific. No, I mean, I, j-
0: I jokingly say it as in, like, what is there? you know, it's just annoying that everything, that they want, that they have to have some explanation for everything. And it's
1: like. Well, and that's, I think, I give the disclaimers because, like, I don't know who's listening. Mm-hmm. But I'm very comfortable and confident with where I've been at in my journey is people are always going to question the things that, that feel uncomfortable to them. Right. Or that they don't want to identify with, or that they can't understand. Right. Right. Because when we're, think about when we're in the 100 level classes, trying to think of, trying to understand what the teacher's saying. We question Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. We're the kid in the class. (laughs) And then once you start getting on your journey and poking around and finding the answers to the things that are guiding you in your own spiritual journey, is when those, those, that starts to open up. Mm -hmm. And your mind starts to open and you're like, Ooh, deja vu is it's not deja vu. I mm-hmm. mean, um, we could talk about the the discomforts of life cycles, and the fact that the soul lives forever. It's indisputable the fact that we can say the physical our physical body definitely dies, right? When we are born and we die,
0: and, and like you know, we talked about it in yoga It's like the attachment issue, right? Of, yeah, there was the, he was. Uh, Tamal was telling the story about somebody who had a near-death experience and literally they went back into their body because they weren't ready because they were too attached to the physical world. And I relate to that because I feel like, I mean, that's what makes me nervous about like
1: – That part of your life coming?
0: Well, yeah, or like having – uh being alive all these different times, right? Or reincarnation yeah. or whatever oh, you yeah, want to call yeah, it, you know. That. The idea that because I am attached to everybody in my in my life so much that I don't want to be without them.
1: <laughs> you know. Really. Oh. So my brother is unarguably one of those people in my life. Yeah. Previous life cycle, no questions. Yeah. There are no questions because mm. anybody who who has known us in our journey in this life mm-hmm. and even those who are, like, inserted along our journey are just, like, th- there's no logic, mm. no principle to it. And him and I just, we have this, I'm, like, thinking of a lightsaber shooting something across. <laughs> like, it's just the the understanding is there. Mm-hmm. We just kind of get each other. And it's more than just, like, oh, like. they twins. No. This yeah. isn't my twin. Yeah. Oh, that's not your twin. No. This oh, is, this is a different brother. This is my youngest brother. Oh, wow. I was just assuming that it yeah. was your twin. Sorry. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is my youngest brother. Oh, wild. Yeah, the one that's in Hawaii right now. Where, oh, okay. Yeah. And um, and I, that's why I say. I, I almost like, <laughs> the the empath and me like mm-hmm. wants to reach across and like offer you, this like. The level of console in that moment, because there was definitely a time and a place where I felt the same.
2: Mm. Like,
1: even Tyler, my brother, did. And I say that specifically because, Tyler, you talk about dreams, three years old. Now, imagine having a child who's three years old, waking up with night tremors, mm. screaming and crying, saying, I don't want to die. Ugh. Why is a three-year-old thinking about death? Wild but here he is he's in his 20s now and i've watched him evolve the way that he has and understood who he is spiritually now i get why he had dreams like that this isn't his first like rodeo mm. life cycle and people who ha- who have deep experiences in this life have ma- mastered previous life cycles mm-hmm. so inevitably you will Those, your souls will reunite if they're intended to. Mm -hmm. And it might not be the next life cycle, but it might be another life cycle. Mm -hmm. Because I've definitely had those like weird, fearful moments, especially with him. I'm talking so hard with my hands right now. (laughs) Dude, I'm not even, I don't Talk so hard. I don't Um, even notice. I'm not um, even. I like, I I think about losing him. There mm -hmm. was a time and a place where I feared that. I'm like, I never want, whatever life cycle I have after this, I never want to lose that. Mm hmm. I will, like, fight to the death, like, mortal Kombat, yeah. you know? But the, the beauty is, like, when you start, I bring up God because I'm very comfortable with God. And mm-hmm. I, I've come to the realization that um, life, living life is an actual illusion illusion mm-hmm. of our, of our souls. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with the fact, like, I know part of my life cycle is that I'm intended to die in this physical body but that like my soul is going to continue to carry on and that soul will and they're intended to meet and they will continue to meet mm-hmm. hmm, that I just like kind of went a little way too deep on that one. <laughs> way too deep on that one backtracking <sighs> no you can't undo it sorry <laughs> oh, we can't erase that one I just feel very comfortable with having the uncomfortable conversations that you know, a lot of people want to challenge. Let's talk about science. Let's It's intellectualize everything. Like, you yeah. cannot intellectualize spirituality, and that's what pisses people off.
0: Yeah. I think where where I – I don't know where I am on my spiritual journey exactly, but it did begin more so because of getting into holistic health and getting into connecting back to nature and, yeah. and the universe and mother earth and all these things which is like you know why we why we are there was a really great meme that i saw the other day and it said you know like or not meme, but you know one of those little quotes and it said the further away we get from nature the closer we get to dis-ease which is literally what's happening and it's the same with i think spirituality or god or whatever you want to call it you know universe um i mean there's lots of different names for it but it's but it's just ultimately again like the same thing, right? And the further away
1: we get from that. Yeah. It's like the layers. The thicker we get. It's you like know? the layers in the um Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita. The Bhagavad Gita. It's hard to say. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I was like, I was mouthing it. I'm like, don't spill this out incorrectly. <laughs> but it's essentially no different than the layers that we have there because it's written in the Bhagavad Gita. Right. That says like you are at enlightenment here. And each point after, like we're we're actually the furthest away from enlightenment and the most difficult to, right. to obtain that. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's pretty obvious to see also how far away our culture and society is just by looking around. I yeah, mean,
1: disconnected. On the TV. Super disconnected. Say, what
0: the heck? I mean, man, this is sort of relevant, but I was at the post office like, I don't know, a month or two ago and I was standing in line and it was great that they were connecting, but like the post office guy and the lady in line, like they were talking and they were talking about television shows and they knew every single they were talking about uh, I mean just and you're so like, Is intense. that all you do? Yes. <laughs> and it was so bizarre. And I get that we've been in a pandemic yeah. and people have vegged out, but like I also saw this in a I mean, lot of... mean, Baskin. I mean... Oh God. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's true. Did I mean, We're going to talk know. about the
1: pandemic and some Netflix.
0: <laughs> I mean, she's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm just going to say.
1: Actually, still haven't watched it, so... <laughs> I just know Carol Baskin... I, d- I didn't finish it because I was disturbed Kielder. by it because, was because... Whacked him. Because...
0: Of the way those animals were treated, and there's no, and people were entertained by it, and I'm like, this should not be good. We should be upset by this. <laughs> she literally, and she might be crazy, and she might have done it, but she's the only one who cares about those animals. Those other dudes, they don't give a crap. It's all about money, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, but, the, and I'm just standing there. I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with this world? And like, and like I said, I was glad that they were having this great conversation, but. What in the world? Like this can you imagine 50 years ago like just what people were doing with their time. And now this is what people were doing sitting it's a lot on more the couch. Constructive, that's for yes, sure. Yes, so much more constructive. Like go play generation. games or something, you know. Laziest generation so I'll say it, it again. So freaking lazy. don't
1: want to engage. Like, it's,
0: it's you know, manipulative, it's brainwashing. It it creates like I don't know, and it's systemic. Lot, yeah, and it's just government ordered. I know.
1: I won't go down that rabbit hole. Oh,
0: I'll go down that rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> I'm like, let me put the pipe bomb right
0: I'll here. go down that rabbit hole. I've been wanting to know. forever on the damn podcast because I We can do it on another uh, one uh, if uh, you uh, want.
1: <laughs> I'm happy to. Because I do think that there um, I do think that there's a lot of intentionality about why society has come so far mm-hmm. from, you know, whether whether it be let's talk let's just say enlightenment because we were just talking about that. Right. Like we've come so far from that. Mm-hmm. Because it's been systemic, mm-hmm. um, and I think you—it was you who had said it. Like, we are. And you can go ahead and finish it because uh, you said it so beautifully. Like where we are as a society and the things that we're coming to. Mm-hmm. I think. I think where we're coming to is. Um, oh. A dark place. A really dark place. Yeah, you the could gym. see my face when you, when I was
0: like It is dark. And you're so positive too. This is why this is good that, that we've met. Because I, last year, I feel like, and Derek and I fe- have fed off of each other, of the negativity of being like, we're just doomed. Like, we're freaking doomed. <laughs> like, the world is freaking over. And and I still teeter on this, obviously. Yeah. I can be, po- I, I have my moments. But like, part of me is like, this might be the
1: end. This might be I mean, it, it really. I'm going to die in this. <laughs> I mean,
0: or either it's the beginning of that. Maybe not. I, I can just see, I can just, I can just see it. You know, I can see it really clear of like, the the
1: steps that are being made and the steps that have been made. I think that we're at where a major re- revolution. Yeah. And it's interesting because when you bring up the word revolution, there's so many things. It's like a trigger me. word. It's, it's such a so trigger word. Get over it, people. Like, yeah. I mean no I mean people are so sensitive now like I don't know if you're sensitive and you're offended by anything we've said this far please turn this off and don't write to us just gonna say that (laughs) do not email me I will not tell you my email I'm not trying to be unkind but like I think I think the nice thing I I don't know if this has been your experience in the online sphere of being on social media I've been so strategic Mm. about creating an atmosphere of people who follow me that like Maybe I I I definitely know that I'm in a bit of a bubble.
0: Yeah. No, we
1: said it's like an echo chamber. And I totally, I totally. I'm agree. in a bubble yeah. because my my people mm-hmm. don't. They don't come at me with some negativity. Yeah. They know they better. Either. They. I'm just right. like, okay, I'm gonna kill that with kindness. Bless your heart. Like, <laughs> bless your heart. Because oh the God. world is so full of negativity and yeah. cynicism that it's like, why would you want to focus on that? And you do feed off of right. what is presented in front of you. And I love that you said, like, I'm so I'm so glad we met. There's a million reasons why, but. It's nice to have somebody to bounce, like, articulate thoughts, positive thoughts, like, Mm -hmm. transformational thoughts that are really intended to simply help people. Right. And I think if you're in the world right now and you, your goal is not to help anybody at all, GTFO. Just, like, exit. Door is right there. Because, like, they're... I would love, there's a fundamental position for that in life. And if you want to go in the military, do that or whatever other positions involve Mm. that. But like, you should want to help one another, love one another, be kind to one another. Like, why are these not basic principles anymore? Because systemically, well, because those had been sadly part of religion.
0: Or spirituality or something like that, you know, because nobody's taught those otherwise. Desecration. And this is why those are good. This is why people have gravitated towards them. Because apparently people, humans do need some type of rule book or something. They need some type of direction, you know. Because otherwise they don't know. Nobody knows how to act, apparently. Like it's not, in. you would think when people are like, oh, I think that people are good at heart. And I'm like, are they? I don't know. I mean, I question that. Because then it's like, it seems like they do need this rule book or some type of, you know, guide. Yeah.
1: Because otherwise they naturally wouldn't go that way. They they easily stray. You know what I mean? I'm actually, it's wild because I'm literally thinking of some clients that I've had and, and currently have. And where they've been at, and and you're right. I do believe that people. I don't want to say need a rule book because rules are silly. So and I hate the word rule. Yeah. And I,
0: I when I say that, I don't, because I, I'm I've been a rule morality, breaker I've been basically. a rule breaker my entire life. Yeah. I actually hate she's, rules. She's a bad girl. Bad <laughs> I hate girl. rules. I hate being told what to do. This is. I've always been that way. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So you
1: dance to your own beat. I do. And yeah. I think that's why. Like. Yeah.
0: So, I, retract. I never said the word rule. <laughs> okay,
1: no, I did not mean to. I didn't have,
0: I couldn't, I didn't it's not have. about the
1: word rule. I didn't have the vocabulary. Okay, the I'm vocabulary. That's vocabular-y. What my, my English 100 professor. If you guys don't know how to read that word, it's vocabulary. Shut up. Mind blown. He said it like that specifically to piss people off <laughs> and see who would notice that he said it wrong. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, I'm already going to like you. Yeah. Come on, teaching awesome. dude. I'll never forget that. That's awesome. I mean, that was so many years ago. Mm-hmm. But, no, like, I, I don't, if rules, hate that word, too. Agree. I know, I hate that. I dance to I, my that, own that's beat. That's a bad, that's a bad word. It's kind of why I think, you know, like, G, like, in our class, she, I, her and I were talking about yeah. it. I'm like, I just, I just be me. I dance to my beat. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to most people. Some mm-hmm. people are off put by it. That's okay. I'm just comfortable with the fact that I'm just, like, I'm just me. Yeah. I don't want to be anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I do think that people just need some structure. And it comes back to organization. It comes back to discipline. And it also comes back to just making the time and the space and not running away from yourself and being comfortable with confronting those things. Mm -hmm. Because you know, going back to the spiritual piece, I think there's ways of approaching it. The the one most effective way to approach it, if you want to even just be a lazy ass about it, Mm -hmm. journal. Mm, Love it. Write, mm-hmm. because your writing is going to lead you to a place that you probably have been avoiding.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: More often than not, in my sessions, I wind up hearing that, and I, yeah. I, it's come to the point where, as a coach, I'll say to them, "What is it that you're running from?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And usually, it's a really deep, dark, ugly place of themselves that they've been running, hiding, stuffling down. It's something that somebody society whatever the judgment factor is has has formed them to judge their own being Mm -hmm. it's such an ugly place to be Mm -hmm. why would you want to be there yeah so journaling journal just write down where you're at Mm -hmm. ask yourself how you got to this place how did you get to this place of Mm. self-loathing if you're truly judging yourself if there's things that you have been running from specifically you guys, you know, like I, there's definitely people who start their journey spiritually who aren't running th- from things. They're just like, yeah. I just don't want to be in a wasteland of like a, bu- a bunch of mofos. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, like <laughs> just Valid. Whatever valid. <laughs> wherever you're coming at, journaling is a beautiful way to enter it. And yeah. it's a great way to create a discipline. Like mm-hmm. spend five minutes every single day for the next month writing. Mm-hmm. It will transform your life. Come at me. Argue with me otherwise because Dude, it will. Dude, it's so
0: true. I mean – um, I think I, we had talked about this earlier today and there's actually a book. The, the reason why I so I've always journaled my entire life. Like I have, yeah, I have journals too. from when I was like 10 and they were hilarious. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God.
1: Don't you love your 10 year old self? Oh my God, like, I love
0: her. Well, I oh my know. God. I'm, Let me go back there. I know. Um, take me back. And then I, there's a book called the artist way. Cause obviously, you know, I'm an artist and, uh, I had had several very successful artists tell me to read this book called The Artist's Way and it really applies to literally anyone like you don't have to consider yourself an artist like it's for any like literally anyone like well artists a it's we're all artists to be quite honest I mean everything we do daily is is art I mean what you do is an art verbal judo thank you very much I'm a uh, verbal
1: judo artist (laughs)
0: there you go go. you're an artist (laughs) um and in this book that's her thing she calls them the morning pages and it's that you write three like I was saying, you write three uh, three pages of just totally like train of thought, like whatever, you, you, there's no formula, like you don't have to be nervous about like your writing style because it's not, it's literally just for you. I mean, it's nobody's yeah. going to read it, and if they do, whatever. Screw
1: them. <laughs> That's like top five in, in uh, daily three. So I, for the longest mm. time, I always said to people, like if you are trying to find a place of gratitude, because mm-hmm. gratitude's the easiest way to find positivity. Oh my god, that definitely the easiest way. Is being able to identify the top three things that you're grateful for in mm-hmm. your day, right? It's amazing when people start coaching with me how difficult that is. It breaks my heart. Oh no. Yeah, it's a real thing. So top the top three things in your day that you're most grateful for yeah. that you bring gratitude towards and top five. When this is ongoing, I always say, like, don't look at this as a finite thing, but the top yeah. five people who are supporting exactly who you are in this moment mm-hmm. and where you aspire to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because oftentimes we get so lost in the physical life, marked by the negativity that people pull us into. Mm-hmm. So if we're identifying the people that we aspire, like they have admirable qualities, mm-hmm. and we're acknowledging the fact that they've positively contributed to our lives it's reminding us where our center balance is daily mm-hmm. and so it's building in that happy space mm-hmm. it's like a really easy way of doing it mm.
0: i do the grat the gratitudes for sure a yeah. huge huge thing that's so sad that i haven't had any clients that had that much trouble i i encourage people to do gratitudes and affirmations because yeah. i think even affirmations and even and i say even if you don't believe them like that's not the point. Yeah. The point is your subconscious doesn't know any difference. And that's the that's the thing about like negative talk that is so Self talk yeah, is so vital. It's so and the negative talk it can is so detrimental because like your subconscious doesn't know any different. Just like just like I'm saying watching television, if you're watching some like horror film, your subconscious doesn't know the difference that that's not yeah, real. That's, that's like, not real.
1: That's messed up. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's probably why I don't watch a lot of horror
0: no gosh no I but I did as a kid I was like really yeah into my him. mom's kind of a junkie on that stuff like why like I remember going to slumber parties and we like our whole class like went through this phase of like horror films and we and why we were like 12 like what are we doing like why and now I still have like weird dreams I mean I have weird dreams my dreams never make any sense they're bizarre do
1: you write them down I sometimes have I should but writing them down is always yeah. interesting because it's like a different level of cataloging. I have written down some of
0: them. Yeah. But like if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm not going to write it down because. Yeah. I have sensitive eyes. Mm. And like mm-hmm. if I turn on a light, it
1: like takes me like five minutes. Well, and to you like, disrupt your sleep. your sleep pattern. Oh, yeah. I, I never do that. that yeah. Oftentimes when I wake up in the middle of the night and I've had a dream, there are times where I, I tend to remember them the mm-hmm. next day.
0: Yeah, sometimes. some And some are so profound that you're like, whoa. Whoa. But then when you're trying to describe it to someone else. I'm describing it, but it's really not what it looks like. I can't even, I
1: can't describe them really that it, because they're even weirder than, yeah. I'm talk- you know what I mean? Uh, it, it is, it's such a, dreams are such a they're weird so thing weird. to talk about. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because I feel like I would definitely very easily talk to you about my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's interesting because I find myself journaling more about them because I can't articulate them the way yeah. that I can most other things. Right. Because I'm like, They're so personalized to the experiences that I'm literally physically experiencing. But, Mm -hmm. like, you'd have to be in my eyeballs. Yeah. That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, even if you try to describe it, you're like, I'm I'm trying. I'm not making any sense. It's not making sense. And it's actually not what I saw because I can't really explain what I I saw. I woke up in night sweats. Oh, no. Oh, God. Such a real thing. That's scary.
1: I only wake up in night sweats when something terrorizes me. Yeah. Sometimes it does.
0: I woke up crying a couple weeks ago. Ooh. I know it was something that my grandma or something was in it in a good mm-hmm. way I mean my, my grandmother's but she visited you they both I I do think that yeah uh both my grandmothers passed away if you woke the up with few that years. profound of a feeling
1: lightly, yeah that's a real thing I'm
0: I sure hope that was you. her because I hadn't seen her in a while do you care to share yeah I can't remember what it was um but I do know that there was a tear when I woke up, but when they so they both passed away. One of them was ninety two, and the other was ninety five. Wow, bless. I know. I know. So grateful. about
1: enlightenment, I feel like the people that live the longest this day and age, they've yeah. been able to see beyond a lot of the veils that have been cast, yeah, systemically. Oh, I'm sure. During life, I mean, my my great grandfather was the same way. I think he was, yeah. he was either like ninety three or ninety four when he passed away. Yeah. And my my Amazing. grandpa, the only grandfather that I have left, is he's in his mid eighties now, and like. Looks like he's in his sixties. Wow, like he's that's awesome. Jamming, like yeah, you know, still goes, still goes to the shooting range, goes, goes golfing. Wow. Goes, he goes, goes to the amazing. Italian club. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. The New Yorker. Oh my god, cute. he's so cute. He's that's so cute. Okay. Yeah, and he's very Kramer. He has a lot of Kramer mannerisms. Oh, cute. Like the walk. Oh my god. The slide. He oh definitely does the Kramer slide. That's so funny. But I always say the people that live the oldest and like this day and age, like they are able to. They, grandpa pets like Mm. papay pets is he's he is very tied to his faith well but he also understands and sees beyond the veil of of the religious aspect oh right yeah yeah yeah. because there's yeah yeah. he's just very in his like because just
0: yeah and i think that i mean we could go down that rabbit hole (laughs) it's just
1: so many directions you know
0: um organized religion in general i mean has its you know It's just, but, and you know, I was talking about the blue zones the other day and talking about their different, uh, tiers or whatever. And one of them is a spiritual side in that Mm. they, that's all across the board in all of these regions of the world. That's one of the things that they all have in common is that they have some type of spiritual connection, spiritual connection. That's interesting. Yep.
1: Definitely need to look into that more. Do you gotta look?
0: For, oh, I have a. I have a book. Do you me, read?
1: I, I read. Can you, yes, I read. <laughs> well, do you look like an idiot? I don't <laughs> know.
0: Some people don't like to read. I, I used read. to not like to read. I do read.
1: <laughs> I read. Um, I do a lot of audiobooks. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm kind of. Well, angry. I have the Blue Zones book. If you want to borrow it, in 2018, I actually read a book a week. So what? I read 52 books. Stop it. Yeah, real thing. It was like, Holy it was just like a goal. What? Stupid goal, but it's difficult. Wow. But yeah, I mean, I that was the year I grew tremendously I need to read like that See, it was I am horrible not easy
0: I order books and then I order another I start a book and I get like a fourth of the way and then I've already gotten excited about a different book so then I order that book and then do you I find that you're just reading way. them too slow this is the no I'm a quick read I'm a fast reader do just this is the ADD in me then I'm like I'm book ADD books, maybe yeah, maybe I could do that. I mean, I like podcasts. I, the so.
1: 52 that I read were, in I, for the record, were definitely, like, physical books, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were right. some that assi- I assisted with audio because of my ADD. <laughs> <laughs> I will do, like, I'll do the read-along with with my, my books sometimes yeah. because that just helps me. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. So the spiritual discipline before... Yeah. I mean, we're just yeah, a good time. We're cruising. Um, we're chilling. We're just cruising. we uh, So what would be you know, your top ways to, to yeah. be
1: spiritually disciplined, you know, to create some spiritual discipline mm-hmm. or, or start creating some spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. I definitely, you know, like I said, the journaling is probably mm-hmm. like number one up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't probably put it in a second. I'd probably put them both at number one, but nature for sure. Um, Absolutely. nature is a, Getting out in nature, experiencing and connecting with nature, literally take your shoes off, put your feet in the grass, and like really connect with the elements of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think we've, we've been definitely deconditioned to, but that's one of the most basic elements of tying into spirituality because it is a physical – It is it, it ties in all the senses. Like we mm-hmm. can smell the different seasons – we can feel whatever it is, water, trees, mm-hmm. the brush, the grass, whatever. Um, we can hear the sounds of nature and the birds. I think those would be my top my top two. And then in that, it's, you know, you, you have to start getting comfortable with some of the uncomfortable things. Nobody said mm-hmm. that diving in on the spiritual journey is going to be easy. Um, and if you're not at the point of accepting God, I'd, I'd start there. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself why. Mm. Because... Um, a deity, you know, like whatever it be, whatever whatever you want it to be. I really, I, I've struggled even as a, as a professional to call it the universal understanding Mm -hmm. because I think it's, it's ties in with what we say in, in yoga and like unite with God. Like it's because Mm -hmm. people are uncomfortable with God.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, so ask yourself why, if you're at the point of, of this journey and, and you're not comfortable with God, ask yourself why. If you're comfortable with God, you've at least got that. Bring that into your practice daily. Read Mm -hmm. the Bible every single day. That will change your life. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. I read the Bible every single day and have for the last three years. Well, yeah. And it's been, there's definitely been difficult roads. But that along with prayer, you don't have to be religious. You don't have to believe in God to pray. mm -hmm. But putting things out there in the world and Thinking and speaking out your thoughts creates action, karma, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so the things that we will into the world, like that's another way of doing it, pray. Pray mm-hmm. for the things that you want in life. Pray for the people that have hurt you the most. Mm. Um, I think the mistake that people make is praying for things solely for themselves right? and for their own desires mm-hmm. because the power in prayer comes from understanding the fact that By praying, you're praying for not only the things that you wish to manifest in this life, but wish to manifest as a greater part of the world that you're able to be blessed to experience. Mm. So I would say journal. Get yourself out in nature. Ask yourself why you can't identify with God. Mm -hmm. If you are already identifying with God, read the Bible. And even if you don't identify with God, pray every day. Profound. And do yoga. <laughs> and do yoga. <laughs> For sure. Yoga is a meditation. Me- yeah. I, I, wanna, I would want to say that meditation would be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when you ask me that question, I really think of the people who are really uncomfortable with spirituality, mm. like the newbies, yeah, and entering into the world. Um, because yoga and meditation, period, Whether you want to do yoga or meditation, or you consider them one and the same, right? To each his own. Right. Meditation is incredibly difficult. That is a difficult discipline. Mm. Yoga would probably come first. Mm -hmm. I would always recommend that first. But yoga, meditation, breath work are—it would be the next stepping stone. if, If you if you listened to that, like what I was saying. And all of that resonating, you're like, that's me, that's me, that's me. Yeah. And you want more, like I would definitely say that just like the simple practice of doing meditation mm-hmm. daily. Yeah. Some kind of meditation daily.
2: Yeah.
0: And there's some really great apps. I mean, I I suggest, you know, doing guided meditations. I know that yeah. that's that's like a way to lead into there's so many literally just sitting
1: sitting yeah in abide quiet (laughs) abide's a good one um calm there's also um gaia is a little bit for those of who are like really tapped in um i have one it's called insight timer yeah, there's so, there's so many like you can there's so many, just yeah. go on your app store and just and do oh, meditation. Yeah. There was one I think it was the cal- it's the calm one I calm, did for yeah. sleep for a while. But the, Matthew McConaughey will give you a meditation. While you what sleep. you're welcome. Oh my god! I love yeah, that. dreamy. Go to dream. So yeah, those that would definitely be my yeah my advice. I love it. Yeah, this has been refreshing. This
0: has been so much fun it has yeah. yeah a lot of fun we gotta do this again I know we're gonna do it again I'll be you guys um, and then listen. you're gonna have a podcast and I come on
1: you got podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can be on my podcast yes, and I'll be ba- on your podcast yeah so I'm currently catw.official on instagram nice yeah and coachcatw.com if anybody wants to write me some love letters
0: well, write me some love letters too when you're on it. Well, if they're
1: listening to you, they know.
0: I know. Um, do what's what's in the works?
1: Anything? Anything coming up for 2021? Exciting. The big things. The big thing is the podcast. For me, yeah, that's a really yeah, yeah. exciting. It's a big thing. one. It's a big one. Um, truthfully, that's something that like people have been, definitely been asking for for yeah. years. So yeah. that's like no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. That's that um scratching my head on the youtube channel thing girl oh I just put it out there um but I think there is also some really exciting things especially now that we're going through the yoga teacher training that's Mm -hmm. kind of having me take a big step back on how I've been approaching my business and one-on-one and I think really my business is on the bedrock of probably similar to yours is like how many how can I help people how yeah. can I help the Absolutely. most amount of people and yeah. so taking a look at options in 2021 of um helping a greater audience how do you do that mm-hmm. and I definitely have some ideas I'm not putting out I'm not putting them out there yet because I really have to like yeah. I haven't inked them yet right um and really think the most beautiful part is just the yoga teacher training to be honest I know. with you i mean i agree that's yeah it's it's masterful One thing, isn't it? it's yeah. really it's and and i i loved i zinged with tamal when he said uh you know and, it, and hopefully this is just the beginning of your journey you know yeah, right? I, that i really believe that yeah. i do and i i think i think the element of what the foundations are going to provide me is really going to be mm-hmm. instrumental in I agree some of the things that I haven't already mapped out for 2021 mm-hmm. the big things for me are kind of nerdy it's just like simple processes yeah. of getting content out there more routinely yeah, educating same. people um making legit connection yes yes, yes. lightning bolt well we got this one checking off check so. check check, check. <laughs> thank you 2021 <laughs> eat, eat dirt 2020
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man <sighs> love it yeah. Okay, joke well again so grateful for you and for coming on likewise so. thank you for having me beautiful namaste namaste and peace and plants Okay, I think we had almost too much fun in that podcast interview, if that's possible. But, of course, that's not possible. You can never have too much fun. As you can tell, the energy was pretty popping. We had a good time. Kat and I click for sure. Uh, We have so many similarities. It's kind of crazy as she and I get to know each other better. And, again, such a plus of this whole yoga teacher training. I was hoping to meet some really awesome people, but I didn't want to get my expectations too high. However, I will say that the training and experience has far surpassed what I could have even imagined. So it's just been really wonderful and it has been, is already proving to be a wonderful experience for my spiritual journey journey, and it will be interesting to see where that leads. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at hippie and my website, TheRefinedHippie.com. I will put all of Kat's information in, in the show notes. And I love you all. And until next time, peas and plants.